Do you ever wish you had a little bit more peace in your life? Some more peace inside of you, not necessarily outside of you. You can't always control all the battles, all the chaos around you, but within you, inner peace. Ever wish you had a little more inner peace, a little less anxiety, a little less trepidation, fear? Well, if you could use a little more peace, I think this devotion will be an encouragement to you. Open up your Bibles to 1 Kings chapter 19. 1 Kings chapter 19 is where we're going to be today. 1 Kings chapter 19 kind of comes in the middle of the story of the prophet Elijah. He has stood toe-to-toe with false prophets, false prophets of Baal and Asherah, and he's called fire down from heaven, and God showed up in a miraculous way to prove to the nation of Israel that the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, the God of Elijah, was the one true God. And after that, Elijah calls to, for the killing of all the false prophets. These false prophets that were employed by King Jezebel, or Queen Jezebel. So Queen Jezebel doesn't like this. You know, Elijah's opposed her, has now put to death all of these people that she really likes, her friends, people that have served her, helped her out in her eyes. And so now she wants Elijah dead. So Elijah has to run for his life. First Kings chapter 19, and start, starting verse 3, says, Elijah was afraid and ran for his life. When he came to Beersheba in Judah, really far south, he left his servant there, while he himself went a day's journey into the wilderness. And he came to a broom bush and sat down under it and prayed that he might die. He says this, I have had enough, Lord. Take away my life. I am no better than my ancestors. Yeah, Elijah had so much anxiety, fear in his life, a lack of peace, that he said, God, I'm done. Take away my life. He was at the end of his rope. Perhaps you can relate. So what does he do? It says that he, he laid down under a, a bush and fell asleep, which isn't that you know bad of a an idea to do if you're overwhelmed with anxiety, depression. If you can get some good sleep, maybe sleep's going to help. That has helped me. Problem is, how do you how do you fall asleep when you're so filled with anxiety and depression? How do you get your mind to rest? I mean, I think probably part of it could be he's probably physically exhausted from going so far on this day's journey. He's walking so far. He'd, he'd run really far after he had uh, challenged the prophets of Baal for a long time, or on, on the Mount Carmel. So he's physically exhausted, and so he needs to sleep. He needs to sleep. He falls asleep. So at once, an angel touched him and said, get up and eat. He looked around, and there by his head was some baked bread over hot coals, and it was, there was a jar of water. So he ate, and he drank, and he laid down again. So we see here that God's providing for Elijah's physical needs because we're all we're all one person, spirit, body, mind. It's all interconnected. And when we're exhausted physically and emotionally, spiritually, it's all connected. And so sometimes, you know, the lack of peace that we feel in our lives is because we're just exhausted. And if we could get some good sleep and eat some healthy food, stay hydrated, it will help us get a little bit more peace inside of us. Verse 7 says, the angel of the Lord came back a second time and touched him and said, get up and eat for the journey is too much for you. So he got up, ate and drank. 
Strengthened by the food, he traveled 40 days and 40 nights until he reached Horeb, the mountain of God. There he went into a cave and spent the night. So he retreats even further. He gets even further away from people, from humanity, from society. Then it says this, And the word of the Lord came to him, What are you doing here, Elijah? He replied, I have been very zealous for the Lord God Almighty. The Israelites have rejected your covenant, tore down your altars, put your prophets to death with the sword. I am the only one left, and now they are trying to kill me too. Verse 11, the Lord said, Go out and stand on the mountain in the presence of the Lord, for the Lord is about to pass by. And he calls him out, out of the darkness, towards the light, towards the light. I know some of us, when we you know, experience that anxiety and depression, it just seems so dark. And yet God's calling us out of that darkness to the light at the end of the tunnel. It says, Then a, a great and powerful wind tore the mountains apart and shattered the rocks before the Lord. But the Lord was not in the wind. After the wind there was an earthquake, but the Lord was not in the earthquake. And after the earthquake came a fire, but the Lord was not in the fire. And after the fire came a gentle whisper. When Elijah heard it, he pulled his cloak over his face and went out and stood at the mouth of the cave. Here we see that God shows up to Elijah. He speaks to him. He shows up. He, his presence comes to him, but it doesn't come in a powerful earthquake or fire or wind or a big storm. No, it comes in a gentle whisper. That's the thing that really got his attention. It's like, wow, now I can sense God is, God is here. And if we are going to access God's peace when the storms are raging inside of us, I think we should follow the example of Elijah here. And we should retreat and go to a quiet place. Go to a quiet place. You know, oftentimes in our lives, there are earthquakes and there are fire and there's all, these, there's all this noise around us and it keeps us from being able to experience God's presence and his gentle, small voice. One principle I see here is that God speaks the loudest when we're the quietest. God, God's voice will speak the loudest when we're quietest. And I know it's hard for us as human beings to be able to get alone with God and be silent because we're so restless inside. And yet, if we can discipline ourselves to experience God in the quiet, I think it'll help us experience more of His peace. And so, here's my challenge. When you get in the car today, be, well, just be cautious about turning on that radio immediately or, you know, listening to some podcast or, you know, getting some more noise in the car. That's oftentimes my, kind of my, my instincts are just to turn on the radio. Got to listen to the news. What's going on in the news today? Or listen to music, listen to a sermon, listen to a podcast. And it's like, well, Sean, maybe if you're just silent, you'll be able to better hear God's voice and experience His presence in your life. And it's amazing when I do, and all of a sudden He brings someone's name to my, my mind. And I'm like, oh, yeah, that's great, God. I, I need to reach out to that person. Or He'll bring an idea to my head and be like, wow, I would probably have not have thought about that if I was thinking about what's going on in the news and the world around me, the chaos that's going that's swirling around me. And he, maybe He just reminds you, you just look and look outside in the beautiful creation maybe you're driving by and you're able to worship God in that moment instead of being distracted by the news or the music or the podcast that you're listening to I know for me then I get home get out of my car I get home and 
Maybe it's time to cook dinner. And part of me says, you know, turn on the sermon, turn on the podcast, turn on the news. You know, you got, you got to have some noise when you're preparing dinner. Well, maybe not. Maybe you can just take a few moments before even you start dinner and just pray, retreat. You know, find a quiet place in your house, outside your house, wherever. Maybe stay in your car for a little while. Maybe, you know, kids, maybe other people in your house that are going to be a distraction. And just find some quiet time just to close your eyes. Say, God, speak. You know, what, what, guide my thoughts. Guide my thoughts right now. What do you want me to hear? What do you want me to know in the next few moments? And maybe, maybe nothing will happen. And it'll just be some time of kind of reflection and meditation. That's good for you. That's good for you. Or maybe he will actually bring something to your attention. And it'll be helpful. You say, thank you, God, for reminding me of this thing that I have to do. Or thank you, God, for reminding me of your faithfulness. Thank you, God, for reminding me of how you've always been there for me, how you're in control. Spend some time, quiet time. You know, in our day, in our everyday life, most of us experience very little quiet time because there's so much noise around us whether it's at work and to their employees, whether it's you're watching TV whenever you get some downtime, you're just trying to relax, or you're always listening to the radio. Think, when am I being quiet so that I can hear the still, small voice of God? You do that, and I think it'll lead to more peace in your life. Let's spend a little quiet time with God right now. Heavenly Father, we ask that you would remind us of your constant presence. You know, I, I'm reminded of something we say in self-recovery, God, how every day I'm supposed to practice my conscious contact with you. We need to be still. We need to listen for your voice. Allow Guide, guide our thoughts today, God, when we spend time just in some peace, just in some quiet. We ask that you would speak so that we can have a little bit more of your peace in our lives. It's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen.